Right now, though, we are very pleased to welcome Professor Anne-Marie Brady. She's a Chinese political specialist from the University of Canterbury. You've heard her on the show before. And good afternoon, Professor. Kia ora, Tim. Uh, hi, Anne-Marie. Now, lately there's been, as there always seems to be with America and China, um, the United States, there's a, a ratcheting up of tensions and Trump has been sort of threatening to cut off ties. How seriously do China take these threats? Is this um, a threat to global stability, this sort of tension? Um, I don't think Trump uh, threatened to cut off ties with China, but there have been um, various... One of the changes is, um, for example, the US um, exports a lot of the components that Huawei uses um, for their technology, like superconductors. And so because the US is concerned about Huawei, which has, is very connected to the Ministry of State Security and the PLA, um, that uh, they don't want to be uh, increasing, improving the technology of Huawei. So they say, well, we're not going to sell to them. So China's responded with saying, right, we're going to have all these uh, nuisance court cases against all the big American companies who operate in China. So there's a, there's a, there's a bit of a tit-for-tat going on at the moment, and um, I think you'd find it pretty hard to say uh, that necessarily the Americans started it. I mean, you could, it would be quite a long uh, book analysing who started what, actually, but certainly China's actions have been as hostile as the US actions on a number of occasions. How likely is it that China would seek to assimilate Taiwan? Oh, look, the um, the relationship between Taiwan and um, the People's Republic of China is the result of the civil war um, that uh, did not properly end in 1949. That's how the Chinese Communist Party came to power, through the civil war. And Taiwan is the remaining government, um, which was then what was the KMT or nationalist government. And the Republic of China is the name of that former state. So they have been um, having a war of words and occasional um, swaps of missiles on both sides for, you know, since 1949. And actually it looks um, more unlikely that there would be um, violence um, than, um, you know, than there has been in previous you know, wait, going back to the 50s and or 60s, because the PRC is actually not yet at the state that where they could win um, a war against the kind of might that would come into play if they attacked Taiwan first. Um, so it always depends on who starts it, but Taiwan's not likely to start it. So if the PRC started it, they would lose. Yeah. Um, because the US would come and defend them. So you have to distinguish between the words and the deeds. And there's a lot of words going on at the moment, but the deeds are So, not so even with what Trump's saying, that the US would still come to Taiwan's defence, uh, let's ask about Winston Peters. How much attention does China pay to comments by Winston Peters along the lines of revealing that he believes China didn't want New Zealand to go into lockdown? Um, I don't remember seeing him say that, but um, the, certainly New Zealand was under huge pressure from China in early February when we, uh, the government first said, right, we're going to have a travel ban against people coming from China because uh, the virus was um, pretty much 
out of control in China at that that time. And so that was the best way to protect New Zealand was to close our borders to China. Yeah. And um, they knew at that time, China knew it was a pandemic, but was actually the Chinese government was pressuring the WHO not to call it a pandemic. So in hindsight, we know that our government was right. And 63 other countries also closed, closed their borders at that time. So the pressures were there. And yeah. it was the right thing to do. But China will, again, you've got to distinguish between the words that will be said yeah. and the act and the actions. So we haven't had any, New Zealand hasn't been disadvantaged in our trade with China, despite that war of words. In fact, our trade has gone up with China. So is it, is it the case that China are, are capable of looking past the rhetoric of individual uh, politicians who are trying to make a point? No, what I'm telling you is you have to pay attention to the difference between the rhetoric that comes from China mm. and then what happens yeah. uh, in our relationship with China. So uh, the New Zealand government has had to withstand some uh, unpleasant words, both from the Chinese ambassador and then last year from the the Chinese, the consul, the PRC consul, and, and, there was, and last week there were some words at a press conference when the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of China spokesperson was asked about New Zealand. So they didn't come out um, making a statement, but at a press conference they replied to a comment about New Zealand. This is really small uh, compared to, say, what China has been doing to Canada because they acted on an Interpol notice and detained uh, the CEO of Huawei, who was being asked to be detained because of uh, on Interpol. China has detained two innocent Canadians because of that as punishment for acting on an Interpol. Or Sweden, who were defending the consular rights of one of their um, people, and China has been punishing Sweden uh, to an incredible level. So a few... Uh, Harsh words are really small, uh, small um, uh, a degree of opprobrium compared to what China is doing to other countries. I don't think we should overreact. Uh, no, I think what I what I meant was how how dangerous is it for um for our um, for, for our politicians to stand up for China? Look, we are a sovereign nation, and we are so proud of our independent foreign policy. So does independent foreign policy only apply to certain countries? Mm. You know, or, you know that's, the government ha- should be defending the decisions yeah. that they made to protect our people, including at the, for good reasons, closing the borders when yeah. we needed to. So, you know, it's just a normal part of the foreign policy that our government will defend our interests.